The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. A lot of socials, a lot of whatever, uh, you know, let's do a cookie exchange, let's do a potluck, let's do whatever. Would you love the opportunity to tell somebody, it's the most wonderful time of the year, I get it, but have fun without me? Without necessarily saying those words. Would you want a way to say, thank you for your thoughts, thank you for wanting to include me in your holiday cheer and festivities, but I'm going to be sitting this one out? Yeah, you know, I I try to be honest about it, Chris. I I try to say, if I can't do it, I can't do it. But I'll be honest with you, a number of invites have just totally just gone, disappeared in the mass of emails. So I could use some help. Okay, well... I have found a collection of cards. <laughs> okay. There are nine cards that uh, Toronto-based registered traditional Chinese medicine practitioner Julie Amar okay. has started. She's the creator of the Ho Ho Hells No <laughs> holiday card line. Uh, you can find them online at sheknowsbest.com. Okay. Uh, it's QI Knows Best. Uh, and basically PDF cards. One of them says, to all my co-workers, season's greetings. I've seen enough of you for now. Ho, ho, no. Happy New Year. I'll be in bed by 10. <laughs> and so this is a great idea. We're, she so- wants to be diplomatic and funny and a little sarcastic. But it really came from her professional experience of okay. talking to patients who are experiencing some burnout this time of the year. And so I had the chance to catch up with Julie a little bit earlier in the day, and I asked her simply, what are these things, and how were you motivated, why were you motivated to start them? Well, as we can see right now, this is the critical time for Canadians with the Christmas crunch. And over the years of practice, I've been watching each and every one of my patients hitting burnout at the end of the year. And it's even more difficult when you double that down with the onset of all of these holiday invites that are, you know, dropping in your lap and you're trying to figure out how you're going to maximize that to make everyone else happy. And in doing so, you actually end up draining yourself. And by the time the New Year starts, you're actually sort of behind and you feel worse than you did when you started the holiday. So I wanted to come up with a proactive way to encourage my patients and Canadians um, to give themselves permission to opt out, to be feel to feel no, to feel no guilt by saying no because they're actually saying yes to themselves. Saying yes to yourself. So, and, and, and no is a very hard word to say for a, lot, for a lot of people, especially, you know, you say, yeah, I can do this, yeah, I can do this, and you just take more and more and more on until you get to the point. It's like, I just want to go lay in the bathtub or I just want to stay on the couch with my dog. And you realize you have three commitments that are exactly. overlapping at the same time, exactly. but you want nothing more than to just have some time to yourself. Yeah, and Julie says this whole overcommitting this time of year um, can lead to digestive issues, eating more sugar and drinking more alcohol, which can result in uh, hangovers, uh, more stress, more anxiety. And we we do call it and we think it is the most beautiful time of the year, but it can be a tough one for a lot of folks. Because you're trying to fit so many things yeah. in. And it's difficult when you're experiencing the hustle and bustle just to say, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll get to it later. And you have so many commitments. So... It's difficult to look somebody in the eye Uh and be honest with them. You said that you try to be honest as often as possible, but it's not as easy for for some other people, right? Just saying, yes, I'll do that. Maybe they're very close friends, family members. It might be awkward, though, handing over a card. 
You know what? You just send. Do you send it? Do you mail it back to them? Is that what you're supposed to do with it? Hmm. I, I think the way that these are meant to be presented <laughs> is uh, sort of beforehand. Oh, in, okay. in person, you sign it like maybe t- to my coworkers. Happy New Year, but I've seen enough of you. That's a great one, right? That's something to pass out um, on the Friday afternoon before you take your trip or something. But I asked Julie about this uh, phenomenon or, you know, what I was thinking about with people having difficulty mm. actually saying no in person and if people have difficulty opting out of things. Well, I can definitely see, you know, being a Canadian myself, I mean, we are so nice. It is hard to say no. Like, let's be honest. You'll probably get a lot of invites and just to be kind, you'll say, sure, I'll see if I can make that. Or, yeah, I'll try to drop in. And before you know it, you agree to like 17 drop-ins in one night. um, And there goes your whole new year. So when I was sort of looking at a way of putting these cards together, I thought, why not let it be something that you can send to people with their regrets, but also leaving them with a bit of a laugh. Because belly laughs is something that actually helps to release a lot of the stress that's induced with the holidays. Hmm. Okay. All right. You could just put it on your office door and say, you know, leave me alone. That's a great way of getting out in front of all the invitations on the front end, right? So happy Hanukkah. I'll be spending eight days in bed. Okay. Cheers cheers for the new year. Have fun without me. Happy holidays. Leave me out of this. Okay. Have a holly jolly Christmas without me. And have a holly jolly Christmas. I'm sitting this one out. They look like fun, festive Christmas cards. Uh, Finally here, Jay, I just wanted to touch on this. I asked Julie because she made nine of them. And you can access these for free on her website, sheknowsbest.com, QI knows best so it sounds like chi that's the chinese translation um i asked her which one of these is her personal favorite well you know what it's like sophie's choice all nine of them feel like they're a piece of me a piece of my limb a piece of my body um uh, but i would say my top i give you my top three um happy new year i'll be in bed by 10 um uh, and sleeping is one of my favorite things to do i don't know about you but i would more than willing to do that than sort of running around on new year's and you know probably drinking a little too much and overindulging and then forgetting what's happened on january 2nd um my other one is have a holly jolly christmas i'm sitting this one out I think it's just a very gentle way of being able to let everyone know you're thinking about them. And if you are sending this to family, I can guarantee you your family still loves you um, uh, in spite of you not going to the celebration. And when you send something like that, they get a nice little laugh along the way too. How many people actually are in bed before midnight on New Year's Eve? I think it would surprise you. I heard Ganem, Shay and Chelsea talking about this uh, the other morning. And he's like, oh, no, I'm in bed by 10. It's like, really? Really? It would throw off his circadian rhythm for getting up to do the morning show. No, 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 no. Shay doesn't sleep that much anyway. Uh, we, he just, we put him in the closet, close the door. He's fine, right? Um, but New Year's Eve, I'll, I'll be honest with you, in our house, Christmas Eve is a usually a very, very late night. Okay. I mean... We're talking, well, okay, very, very late night, for, but well into the early morning hours, mm-hmm. uh, sitting around, listening to music, talking, having drinks, the boys break out the guitar, that sort of stuff. It's a late night. New Year's Eve, I am not sure in my 40 years on this planet, <laughs> numbers coming up, creeping up very quickly, that I have ever been in bed before midnight on New Year's Eve. That's your personality. 
though. I, I know that about you. You like spending time with people. People really enjoy spending time with you, and, and you and your husband are very good out in a social setting. Yeah. And so I think that if someone were a little bit more reclusive or introverted, like myself, for example, yeah. I enjoy going out on New Year's, but there's also an, a limit to the extent that I enjoy being out just for the sake of it, mm-hmm. right? So I think that it's up to the individual person. Yeah, I mean, whatever blows your skirt up. And, and somebody who no might judging. be interested in looking at these cards would be someone who thinks, I don't need to go out. It's it's minus 24 tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel up to it. Usually I go out, but I'm mm. going to sit this one out, guys. To you, being out every single year, that gives you a lot of uh, pleasure and satisfaction, and that's all good, but I think that it can be hit and miss. I know it has been for me in the past. Part of me says, you know, it's that kind of the FOMO thing, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. but it's not because the one year that... Uh, our kids stood us up, had made plans to, to spend New Year's oh Eve my. with us and him and his girlfriend, and then they stood us up like that day. We had canceled plans to go out with friends and Ugh. everything, and then they stood us up. We actually ended up having a great big winter bonfire on New Year's Eve. We threw bottles of champagne in the snow banks, and we sat outside around, around the fire pit, oh. which was a really beautiful night. That's it was good. a beautiful, beautiful night, completely different than being at a big party or something like that. Um, but it was still a very nice night. But yeah, I, I just kind of, there's something for me about seeing that clock, hey, like it just tick over. Yeah. There's something about it. And here's I, and here's I to new beginnings. Here's yeah. to the experience of uh, maybe New Year's Eve's past that we want to yeah. replicate. It's, it's a great time and it's fun and, and that's your thing. And replicate it we will this year. Ron the Dog Whisperer says, I watched the New Year's show on NTV and I'm in bed by 10. Kevin says, every year I have intention to stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve and every year Mr. Bacardi sends me to bed early. Sarah was in bed by 10.30 last year on New Year's Eve. Um, Last couple of years I've been in bed before midnight. This is earnest at 50 to 55, not a big deal or party time. And as far as Christmas cards, how about this one? (laughs) I had a chuckle, says, money's short, times are hard. Here's your friggin' Christmas card. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good one. I like that one. You were talking with uh, Julia Marr, who has developed these cards to help people kind of, it's almost like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, get-out-of-a-jail-free card for dealing with holiday stress. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't want to have to commit to a whole bunch of things, um, I asked her because I'm going to be going home for Christmas. But for someone who's going back for a short period of time for the holidays, who knows they're going to be facing a whole bunch of social commitments right off the bat. So much Maybe they haven't seen people in four, six months. They're going to be tugged in all sorts of different directions. I asked her, what advice would you give to someone who knows they're going to be put in that situation? Oftentimes, whenever the holidays come, I'm usually asking my patients, okay, it's the end of the year. How do you actually picture the holiday? What do you truly want to do? And they'll usually say to me, well, I've got commitments. I've got to travel. I've got to meet family. I've got all of these people that want to see me because I haven't been home in ages. And it's a very exciting time, but in reality, what they tell me is they just want to stay home and binge watch Netflix in bed. My advice is to be selective. I like this term about using selective participation because your energy is precious. So think about coordinating some healthy boundaries with putting yourself out there. You're there with friends and family, but actually create a schedule, create a timeline and say to yourself, okay, I'm going to allow two hours for shopping, but I'm also going to have a buffer. Have a buffer of 30 minutes or another hour before you're on to the next thing. And the same thing with the commitment to seeing family and friends. It's like if you happen to be at a house and it's full of people and they all want to hear about your stories, about how excited
exciting it is, how your work has been this year, you can give them fragments of it. So give them five or ten minutes of it and actually find a place in the house or in that party to just sort of remove yourself. There's some acupressure points that I encourage patients to do to help to sort of bring you back to a resolved and a relaxed state. A very easy acupressure point is actually just below your bottom lip and just above your chin. And when you're pressing and massaging it, it's kind of like an anti-anxiety point. And what you're doing is that you're kind of sitting there and you're sort of pressing that area and you look like you're in deep thought. So you're really paying attention to someone's conversation. But at the same time, you're actually creating a little bit of a relaxed effect. All right. So everyone's going to be going around pressing, pressing their chin. I like to think how many people are doing that right now <laughs> we both as did we're it. speaking. Of course, in the studio, you have to. Uh, I'm not sure it works. I'm feeling better okay. right now. But to from the maker of the car to yes. all my coworkers, season's greetings. I've had enough of you for now. <laughs> Comes some sarcastic Christmas cards that you can find for free at chinosbest.com. That's QI. And uh, some sass that you can dish out to your friends and family saying, I really wish I could come, but not this happening. year, not quite feeling it. Not happening. Yeah, or just say no. We know, it, we know it can be really hard. We know it can be really, really hard. I found when I went home, I finally said, you know, people like, come over here, come over here, come mm-hmm. over here. I've been home in like a year or two years. Come over here. I'm like, no, I'm the one that came home. I'm the one that traveled. If you want to see me, come to the house. Come to my brother's house. Come visit here. I'm not leaving the couch.